welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. I am currently in chilly Melbourne in a hotel room and wanting to record this podcast to get it out this week. And the question I have got for you today is, do you actually know what you want? I want to explore that because if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you would know the last couple of weeks have been touching on, you know, the fact that it's the middle of the year, which is a great little milestone time to reassess where you're at and how things are going and things that you might want to change or tweak or get started on before the end of the year is upon us. And so I guess part of the question that needs to be explored with that of being assessing sort of where things are is asking that question of, do you know what you want? Because if you don't know what you want, then it becomes a little bit tricky to go out and get it. And Mick and I have also been having some interesting conversations recently about changes to our home situation. We've got really good friends of ours that have just sold their house and are going to be moving interstate. And that has had an interesting impact on us in terms of what does that mean for us? And we've talked about wanting to do that, but we haven't taken the action yet. And what does that mean? Does that mean that it's not something that we actually want or it's not time yet or that it's time for us to pull our finger out and actually do something about it? And this is, I guess, why this question has bubbled up for me today. And there's a quote that I came across a while ago from a guy called Brian Tracy, who's very big in the personal professional development world. And he talks about the fact that apparently aeroplanes are off course about 95% of the time when they're in the air. And they just spend their whole time or the majority of the time doing tiny little tweaks that is course correcting of adjusting direction slightly, slightly, slightly based on where their end destination is. And the premise in that is that in order for you to be able to course correct, you have to have a reference point of where you're trying to get to. And so that links to what, what are you, from a life perspective, what do you actually want? What does success look like? What are you wanting to change, to tweak, to improve, to stop doing, to start doing? All of these kinds of questions. And the clearer you can be about what you actually want, it gives you a clearer direction of which way to go and what action to take and what action not to take. It can help you with decision-making of being able to go, okay, so if I want to achieve X, then does this option that's in front of me help me get closer to it or further away? And so for me, applying that at the moment is that one of my aspirations is for Mick and I to be what I call geo-flexible, which is being able to be based 
physically anywhere and still be able to work and add value to others so that we would be able to travel and still maintain our lifestyle and still be working. And so I use that as a decision-making filter when I'm considering different opportunities that come my way. And it doesn't mean that I would never ever say yes to anything that might not lend itself to geo-flexibility. I don't even know if that's a word. I, I've Maybe I made it up or maybe I heard it from somewhere. I'm not sure. But anyway, if an opportunity came my way that meant that I had to be or we had to be physically located somewhere in particular, it doesn't mean that I would say no to it. What it does mean is it gives me a process of consideration of being aware that, okay, well, if we want that at some point, how is this helping us? And it might be helping create a little bit more of a cash cushion or it might be opening up some connections or who knows. But I've got the reference point of the the big picture or the end game and I really like having that as a way of all the choices that are out there having something to run by, to go, is this choice for me or not for me? Because without having that reference point, I imagine it would be easy to get quite overwhelmed with all the different choices that are available to us these days because choice is often not really the issue. There's often a lot of choice, but then we get overwhelmed by the choice and we don't make any decisions. So by having an end game or a reference point of something that you want to head to or that you want, it helps give you the ability to filter through all the noise and figure out which opportunities are for you and which are not. Also, there's an element of wanting to have a bit of a reference point to be able to assess what's going on now. So last week, I was delivering some workshops in Sydney with some business, small business owners. And one of the activities that we were doing, which was connected with planning and looking at the future of their business, is an activity which is about outlining what their ideal day would look like, like their ideal average workday. And... It's an interesting activity and there's a few questions that prompt you to think about what your ideal average day would look like. And what's cool about when we do that is to see how people respond to that, how clear are they on what that ideal day would look like and also to be able to get some insight about things like how much of their ideal average day are they already living or close to living and that comes down to things like where they would live who they would be hanging out with or interacting with what kind of things they'd be spending their time doing and so doing an activity like that of assessing what is it that you would want from your ideal average day in that situation it gives that great feedback of like actually there's a lot that's really great right now and that without doing that activity maybe people don't appreciate how much is already pretty much how they'd love it to be in the future. The other thing that can happen is sometimes people realize how far away they are from what their ideal would be. And although initially that can feel depressing or a bit upsetting, it can also have the impact of getting a bit of a fire in their belly of, well, if I really want that and I keep saying I want that, then at some point I have to take some action. I have to pull my finger out and start taking action that's going to help move me in that direction. 
Otherwise, I have to stop shopping my story around that that's something that I want if I'm not prepared to follow through. So having that little ability to assess against some kind of success criteria is really great. And the other reference point that I thought of that came to mind when I was thinking about this concept was in yoga, and I've only really been doing a little bit of yoga in the last probably year or so and learning bits and pieces about it, but there is this term that they use in some yoga, which I think is called a drishti gaze or a drishti spot. And I'm so sorry for any yogis listening that I have completely mispronounced that word, but hopefully you will know what I mean. And it's when you're holding a certain pose, they encourage you to choose a drishti. And that's a spot. It's a specific spot that you focus your gaze on. And by having that, it helps you to achieve a greater sense of balance because you've got a focus point. And I think that that's what I associate knowing what you want or even thinking that you know what you want is like that dristy gaze where you've got a spot and it's a reference point. You can keep adjusting small, tiny little adjustments to keep your eye on the prize, on the end destination. Now, you can always change the end destination as you get more information or things change in your life, circumstances change. But having the reference point, I think, is far better and preferable than not having it and just waiting to see what shows up or hoping that you'll end up somewhere that you're happy. So what I'm meaning by what you actually want and do you know what you want, you can look at this in one of two ways. One is to be context-specific and that is choosing an aspect of your life, so like your professional life, your career or maybe your health or relationships and within that context asking yourself the question, do you know what you want? The other or the second way you can look at this is in the broader sense of what does success look like for you? As in not the traditional definition of success necessarily, but for you to feel like you are enjoying a whole satisfying, successful life, what's happening? What's going on in all the different aspects of your life? So you can kind of look at it in either of those ways. But how you can assess this is to recognize that it's actually something that is not a one-time game. You want to be revisiting it, which is why I talk about using the middle of the year, the end of financial year, the end of calendar year or your birthday, having some milestones as a way of you checking in on where you're at and where you're progressing because human beings are designed to grow and enjoy making progress and bringing a sense of order and organization into things. And sometimes if you just kind of go, okay, so I'm just going to set some goals for myself, that can actually be quite hard because it's like, well, I'm not really sure. How do I set a goal and how do I know what I want? And is that the right goal? And all these little inner voices that come to the chatter party. So you want to look at this as just part of your continual development and evolution as a full growing and thriving human being so there's five steps I think there's five that I have 
kind of developed into a process when I'm running goal setting workshops or programs that I'm going to quickly run through for you now so that you can kind of have a go and go, okay, well, do I actually know what I want? So step one is I recommend before you look forward, you look back and that you kind of reflect a little bit on what's been happening. So if we use the context of where we're at right now, it's the beginning of July, so this second half of the year, you could look back on the first six months of this year and just kind of reflect on what's happened in that time. What are the things that you have been doing and spending your time on and maybe what things haven't you started yet that you'd like to get started? So you just look look back a little bit to get some perspective of where you've come from. The second step is to assess the current reality of where you are right now in relation to the area of life that you're looking at and to just sort of check in with yourself, go, how happy would I say that I am or how satisfied am I at the moment about how I'm experiencing that aspect of my life? And there's a little activity that I often do, which is called the wheel of well-being. And it's identifying the kind of core areas or aspects of your life and then assessing each one of them based on how you're experiencing it right now between you know zero and ten. Zero being it's awful, terrible, you're really unhappy, unsatisfied, and 10 being it could not possibly be any better. So you can kind of assess your current reality. How are you feeling about what's going on in your life right now? Then the next step, I think it's number three, is, I probably should have written down the numbers, is to look ahead and think, okay, if I was going to be creating some kind of aspiration that I'm heading towards, and how I would like that area of my life to be, what would be happening? What would be different? What would be the same in that aspect of my life? And I find it important to use a reference point of your core values and what is it that's most important to you and what are your highest priorities in life or in that aspect of your life? And to start to think bigger picture of what that looks like. So you might not be striving towards geo-flexibility. That might not sound good or fun to you. You might be aspiring towards owning your own home. You might be aspiring towards getting some sort of job promotion or starting your own business. But what does that aspirational future self, future life look like? And then step four is that you need to actually define a specific outcome or a goal. And I'm not going to go through the whole goal setting smart model because you can probably find that if you search online or um, look at it elsewhere. But you need to actually define what the outcome is that you want to head towards because that becomes your reference point. And there's different ways that you can approach that. And the model that I use is called CREATE, which I normally go through in my goal setting workshops. And that specific outcome becomes the reference point. It becomes the destination if we go back to that aeroplane analogy of knowing the end destination allows you to take action to get you towards that end destination and to course correct as things come along because the reality is and I am experiencing this on a regular basis with my business where there's things that you try and things that don't work out how you might want them to first time and that's disappointing and sometimes really upsetting and then there's other times where things happen and you are delighted with how they turn out, but you've got to be able to be taking the action before you can get whatever the feedback is. The feedback might be course correct, pivot, change plan, or the feedback might be you're doing well, keep going. 
but you need to have that specific outcome as your defined as your reference point. And then the last step, the fifth step, is you have to take action. And this is the thing where sometimes people are, they might kind of get an idea of a goal of what they think they want, but then they don't consistently take action towards making it happen. And that's the thing where things fall over and people get disillusioned because it's all too hard. But you have to actually map out a bit of a plan of what's the system of action that's going to need to be taken in order for you to get momentum and to be achieving what it is you want to achieve. And they're the five steps. But the reality is what I know is that goal setting sometimes is seen as not that fun. Sometimes it's seen as a bit daunting and people don't know where to start or they do a bit of it, but they're not sure if it's right or if it's going to work for them. And that's why I love running goal setting, vision planning workshops and online courses. And so I have a course and this is going to be, so you know, a blatant plug for an excellent course that I think if you're someone who wants to achieve something that's meaningful to you between now and the end of the year, this course could be great for you. So I'm just going to quickly talk to you about it so you can check it out if you want. And if you don't want, you've got your five steps and off you go and go and clarify what it is that you want. So the course is pretty much based on more than 10 years of my experience in working with human behavior and human development. And I've really drawn on elements from a whole lot of different courses that I've done, books that I've read around performance and goal setting and research. And there's a couple of elements that I've drawn from things like uh, some Buddhist philosophy and things like that. It's not too woo-woo, so don't freak out about that. But I'm very much about making things practical and actionable. And so I've stepped out this course to guide you step by step through each of the different phases that you need to go through to clarify what it is that you really want to do a snapshot in time of where you're at right now so you create the aspirational vision of what you really want to achieve and then create an action plan of specific steps that you'll take so that you're more likely to take the steps and the actions that you're going to need to take in order to make progress towards and achieve that goal and it's a course that I've run a couple of times I ran it last time I did it was the beginning of this year and there's a couple of elements in it where people have said to me, God, that one little video alone just gave me so much clarity and confidence about continuing to move towards what I want to achieve. So it's a course, it's available to you. It's normally $47, but I'm doing a new financial year early bird kind of uh, one-time offer of that course being available for you for only $27. And I will put the link in the show notes of wherever you're listening to this podcast, either on my website or on the podcast uh, app so that you can go and check check it out and to join the program. And I would love to have you on board. I would love to be able to support you to create the kind of positive change that you're looking for in your personal and professional life because that's what lights me up and I love seeing people get what they want in in their lives, especially in what they're, they're spending the majority of their time doing. So that course is available to you. Would love to have you on board. If you've got any questions, you can always message me. But I want to close with a, another little quote, which is actually from Alice in Wonderland. And it's the Cheshire Cat, where Alice comes across him uh, somewhere in the woods and she asks him, which way should I go? 
And the Cheshire cat says to her, well, where do you want to get to? And she says, anywhere. And the Cheshire cat says, well, any road will do. So the thing is that unless you know where you want to go or end up, you could choose any path and whether or not that will give you the happiness that you're looking for, who knows? So choose a path and I really invite you to to do that and to explore. And until next time, have a great week. Thanks for listening to The Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.